0: Welcome back, collectors, to the Eclectic Collection. Today's episode 58. The top 10 ways to combat evil entities. Because, you know, you might have to know this. I guess, looking back, being a Walking Dead fan, I probably could have gone 10 different ways to slay zombies, but since they're actually not an actual thing yet, you know, we're working on it. But someday, I'd say get sharp objects, keep them around. Never know when you might run out of bullets. But I digress. Um, watching too many horror movies, and if you've listened to The Eclectic Collection lately, I'm in the spooky theme because of the impending uh, fun Halloween season, time, whatnot, change in the weather, etc. And I guess just from gleaning all the different things that I've watched in all these horror movies, it's always like, how do you outsmart the monster? How do you kill the demon? How do you get past the vampire? What do you do for the werewolf? You know, what is it? So... I just compiled a list of very important things that I think can help. And most of them are uh, household things or basic uh, spiritual things that you may or may not have laying around. So if you want to stockpile these and keep a go bag, that's on you. But I'm just saying (laughs) number 10 would be fire. So Frankenstein was very, very scared of fire for obvious reasons because he was put together by stone stitchery of uh, different cadavers and uh, lightning brought him to life. So the idea that even the Scarecrow and the uh, uh, Wizard of Oz, you know, you think about fire being a, a danger. And of course, fire could be dangerous for anybody. But fire can also be a purification when you cut the head off of a vampire. And, you know, I say this like we're doing this every day. But when you cut the head off of a vampire and you have to burn the remnants in order for it to, you know, go away and be truly cleansed of evil. So that's, that's a pretty good one. Nine, of course, would be sunlight. And that's kind of more in the vampire realm as well. But I mean, again, daytime is always going to be less scary than nighttime. So to get to the daytime, um, you know, travelers at night, back in the day, they were concerned about different things, not just animals and 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 wolves and bears and and, and physical predators of the land, but also more shady cats are out at night because less people are traveling. So uh, sunlight can be just a natural combatant in the sense of, doing things in the day versus doing things at night or actually burning up a vampire, UV light, sunlight, um, to uh, destroy them because they can't uh, walk around in the light. You could argue that the light-dark factor, uh, you know, light being good and dark being bad. I love to talk about that with Star Wars because if you look at the Star Wars realm, you know, the Empire's cold and dark and very sterile and there's not a lot of females in it. And um, you see this just a whole like dark theme, and everything's gray and black and blah, and very, very like sterilized, almost like a clinic or uh, prison. And then when you think about the rebellion, everybody's in white, even when they're in um, the beginning of, uh, of uh, Empire Strikes Back, they're on the Hoth system and it's all snow and it's all pure and it's all white. And of course you have Princess Leia and you have all these females involved as well. And you start to see the the droid element too. And like everything's positive and shiny and good. So um, even to just argue like Chewbacca's like an earthly tone too. Like you have like the, the Browns and the earth and when they go to Endor, the Ewoks, like there's a lot of life surrounding it. So it's, it's always been like an argument with me. So with sunlight, you know, you have that, that light dark, uh, chiaroscuro uh, in art terms, white versus black uh, contrast. Um, in eight, number eight is steak. And as much as I love the fact that my, uh, sound engineers are, are playing with me here because Kevin, of course, doesn't talk. And now Evan has come on board and he writes steak S T E A K. Gotta love Kevin and gotta love Evan because Evan's always thinking about food. But in reality, it's S-T-A-K-E. Go, oh, I just love catching their mistakes when, when I'm looking at this stuff. Kevin's like, I don't make mistakes. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, someday I'll get him to speak. I, I swear, guys, he does exist and he's really here because I couldn't do it without him. But anyhow, steak as in a steak knife? No, Uh, steak as in a big wooden steak that you would put through the heart of your enemy. Now, that's going to kill anybody, especially it's going to kill a vampire. So again, I'm kind of heavy on the vampires, but you could stake, you know, pretty much anything or any, uh, entity certainly worked with aliens in the chest cavity. So anything like that, it's going to kill your heart, therefore your life source and lights out for that person. Seven is a moderate cleansing unit of sage. So, um, sage is just, you're supposed to burn sage and like put it all around a new house or if you're in, uh, to any kind of, uh, spiritual cleansing or psychic mediums use this a lot or if you want to have any kind of containment or clearing of the air or spirits or whatever stage is often burnt and um you'll see wheatgrass and stuff and they'll they'll burn it and they'll walk around and and have the sage uh element go all over the house kind of like an incense situation but it doesn't have to be a house it could be a An outside spot, it could be um, like an object or something that they want to purify or cleanse. So sage is is big there. Um, I guess parsley and rosemary and thyme are jealous, but I just had to get that bad joke in because I have Simon and Garfunkel in my head. Six is my favorite substance in all the world, garlic. Um, I probably can't be a vampire, even though I do like to stay up late just because the amount of garlic that I consume. Garlic is a natural vampire deterrent, and it also can stop people allegedly from turning into one, at least if you believe in the Blade series. I know that um, as an actual um, veggie or herb or whatever you want to call it, it certainly functions as a spice and whatever. But they say that if you eat a lot of garlic, that you can lower your blood pressure. It's very good for you. Um, People take garlic, which is like a spinoff of garlic. And I certainly eat garlic by the clove. So uh, smell alone can be a deterrent. And there's a lot of home remedies that involve garlic that if you, um, you know, leave it out or or have like, it can help you breathe and things like that. So a lot of homeopathic stuff with garlic, obviously vampires and no, no, Um, I guess he wasn't into Italian food. I don't know, but um, garlic's a no. So don't ever invite them into your home, by the way, they render you powerless. So that's, that's a biggie with vampires. But if you're going to have them in, certainly serve some garlic. Uh, Number five kind of works with every negative energy, dark force thing. That's St. Michael's metals. So Saint Michael is one of the three archangels. You have uh, Raphael, and um, you have uh, Gabriel, and you have Michael. And Michael's sort of like the be all end all of the slayer of all bad things. And Michael is also patron saint of policemen and pilots. And he's just racks up patron saint qualities everywhere. But they say when you purchase a, a house, that you should have your house blessed. And again, I grew up Roman Catholic, so that's totally normal. They used to have a block collection every year and a priest would come and bless the house. But um, th- when you purchase a property, these days especially, because like there isn't much new land, I would totally investigate what it was. Was it an apple orchard or was it an Indian burial ground? Because they ain't buying any property on there. But if you're purchasing a house, you should investigate the backstory of that house, have the land blessed or have the house blessed. And then in the corners of your property, you should bury a St. Michael's medal in the ground, in the corners of all four of, of your uh, property. And of course have one in the home as well. And um, there is a St. Michael the Archangel prayer that is literally supposed to be uh, the biggest ward off of, uh, that wards off anything evil and, and uh, anything terrible. So any kind of dark force or dark entity or any kind of demon or anything like that because good always wins. Um, four, of course, going up the list would be the crucifix. So a cross is just a cross. Uh, it could be made of, out of anything, but there's no figure on it. A crucifix actually has the, uh, Jesus figure on it. So that's the difference, um, between a cross and a crucifix, fun fact. So the crucifix is supposed to be, um, not just again, vampires, but anything, obviously if you have a crucifix and then, and it's blessed, that's even better. So of course it's going to uh, you know, have uh, a positive faith and positive vibes to to your home, or your dwelling, your entity, or whatever, because you know its faith lives there. Um, obviously, with the vampire situation, of course, they, it would it would stave off any kind of uh, evil spirit or any kind of uh, evil uh, entity that would come at you, and um, that could work for not just vampires, but you know, demons or any kind of uh, um, terrible possessed situation or anything. And a lot of times with that you will see uh them the, the bad thing step back or you know cower in a corner or if it was like a, a vampire or something they would turn into a different form to get away. Um you'd see that often they would they would cower from anything because that they're the mythological representation of the opposite of anything good. So that's why that would happen. And of course you could always wear one around your neck or have a rosary or anything like that uh to keep with you. Three is silver um, so silver bullets, generally with werewolves, also with vampires. Silver, in general, is a, um, a pure uh, metal, and uh, a lot of times you would stab uh, any kind of vampire with silver. It should disintegrate. The Blade series really plays on that. Silver nitrate plays into that. Silver bullet through uh, the heart for the uh, werewolf. Uh, silver bullet will kill a werewolf. And then just the idea that silver is, is like a pure metal. So any kind of silver thing. Um, You generally see uh, silver, especially with like a lot of uh, uh, church uh, paraphernalia like uh, Siboria or if you're uh, talking about a chalice or something, you see silver and gold there too. So uh, commodities, if you will. Two is holy water. So water in general is a life force and always going to be a good thing. Uh, But holy water, of course, is blessed water. So that's going to definitely stave off anything horrible. A lot of times you'll see people, if they're trying to keep away from something bad, they'll put a circle around them and, and, and of holy water. They might even light that on fire so they're double protected, and then they'll throw holy water out and the sign of the cross to keep people away. So there's that classic scene of, uh, you know, the power of Christ compels you, that kind of thing you see with the holy water and the crucifixes with uh, things like uh, horror movies and The Exorcist and whatnot. So just the idea of holy water throwing it at or on, um, something that is evil, it's going to burn it or scold it or make it go away and cower it. And if you're in it, then you're of course protected by it. And uh, the first one that really gets uh, a low profile, but is a, is a big deal, is salt. Salt is actually considered a sacramental. And um, the, there's one in the movie Warlock I watched years ago where they bury this evil book in the salt flats of Utah because no um, entity would ever go near uh, salt because it's just a bad thing and um they wouldn't challenge it because there's too much good that comes out of salt when you have a child baptized they put a little bit of salt on their tongue and obviously water of course and it's holy water they're baptized with and they also anoint them with chrism which is a special oil so it's like they're triple protected so same kind of concept um and with salt of course it's also the idea that um, it's a preservative, so it's going like, to keep the good, if you will, and a lot of times I'll put a ring of salt um, around them as well if they're going to try and do something protecting um, uh, like that. So salt is a uh, is a big one that gets a lot of uh, attention. So those are the top 10 things that uh, I could think of to combat any kind of evil or anything bad, and uh, again, you're not going to run out and make a, a go bag. You might, but it, with the spooky season coming on, think about that when you're watching your, uh, your horror flicks. If you liked what you heard today, then check us out at com or listen to us on your preferred platform. I'm Terry Tanaglia. Thanks for listening.